Have you ever wondered what makes bodies tick? Are you creating the sexual reality you desire and require? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? What if your fantasies are not as strange as you thought they were? What if you could learn to be kinder to your body and kinder to others' bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How has your sex life, or lack of it, affected other areas of your life? Have you lost your mojo and wondered where to find it? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, Body Whisperer, Melitza Yelenich. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melitza Yelenich, and tonight I'm really excited to be talking to you guys about this topic called Please Don't Yuck My Yum. And one of the things about this topic is that I've noticed so many places in my life where I have allowed others to yuck my yum and then it stopped something. So I'm actually going to like use that as my way to talk to you about my my uh, background. So, you know, growing up, I was like this totally curious kid and a lot of things that I did like were things that other people were like, that's weird, you're strange. You know, or my family was strange, but everything that I liked in life seemed to to be like yucked by a lot of other people. <clears throat> One of um, the things in, that I remember particularly getting yucked over was the clothes I would wear and the things I would do with my body, um, movement, whatever. Uh, so it's it's kind of curious and interesting that I choose now to actually work with bodies. Um, I do some somatic body work that actually gently aligns the spine so that you can have greater ease in your body. And the coolest thing about having greater ease in your body is that you actually end up with greater ease in all areas of your life, you know? Um, You know, even if you're in a wheelchair, if you have greater ease in your body, you can have so much more fun in all areas of your life. So this doesn't exclude people who are, say, in wheelchairs or whatever, I'm mentioning that because in a few weeks I'm actually going to have a show called Sex on Wheels and my guest is going to be somebody who uh, was in a terrible, terrible, well, it's just my point of view, was in a life-changing accident um, and now is a survivor of that accident. She lives through it and she's thriving and has a thriving sex life. So how does it get any better than that? So, yes, not even tragedies can get, get you off of your pleasure, of course. So, um, that the thing about um, you know when people do yuck your yum, sometimes you'll take their point of view and it'll stop you. So, for a long time uh, in my life, too, I allowed um, my father's point of view, my mother's point of view, and my friends' points of view, so-called friends, so-called family members, um, to influence me a lot um, to the point where you know. I went to university and got a degree. I got a degree in psychology, which I get is a contribution to my life now. Um, though uh, what I was truly desiring to do at the time was be a veterinarian. And not that I couldn't go back now and do that. I just uh, have chosen not to take that path right now. So, um, But at the time, I had so much uh, resistance to my choice that I actually pretzeled my life and my desires to meet um, the desires of family members so that I, you know, would not have to put up with uh, whatever arguments or whatever was coming at me, right? So 
it wasn't it wasn't super fun um but i have over the years gotten some tools and i've been able to start to uh step more into what works for me so you know right in this 10 seconds what works for me is working with bodies um doing somatic body work doing energy work working with people facilitating them to have great ease all of that that works for me that's fun for me so this is what i offer in my uh private practice if if you you know have listened to my shows love them and wondered how do i get a little one on one time with that crazy girl uh you can get a little one on one time with that crazy girl by going to my website uh m i l i c a j e l e n i c dot com com. you can uh go scroll down on my front page and find out uh, my availability and book a session with me so i'd love to speak with you i'd love to contribute to you so um whether it's in person or over you know Skype or whatever so so many ways to have uh, more contact and have sessions so isn't that fun so for um one of the things that really uh kind of started to trigger this topic for me was that um I recently joined this uh company which is called Pure Romance um so I joined this company because I thought hey this looks like fun this looks like a lot of fun to be able to offer people uh pleasure toys to enhance their lives in the bedroom and beyond you know um for people who have say never had an orgasm and um you know just required a little assistance like maybe a vibrator or whatever a little lube who knows what it was um you know whatever that happens to be it's it's really fun for me to offer some options for that so feel free to check out that uh site as well that's pureromance.ca uh, slash Melitza Jelinek. You can find me on there. You can find that link also on my website under uh, affiliate um, affiliate products. So how fun is that? It's just so fun for me to be able to offer those things to people. And the so the reason I'm mentioning that, uh, A, because I get to, it's my show, and B, because I was watching a video by one of the people who um, do pure romance, and she used that line, don't yuck somebody else's yum. And I was like, you know what? That is such a great line. So um, kudos to her. That belongs to her, I think. I'm sure who it belongs to, but I love it. And it speaks so much to what people actually do. Uh, You know, and especially when it comes to intimacy and physical intimacy, there's a lot of times where people will yuck each other's yum. And that can really be like heartbreaking in relationships. It can, you know, it can create like a weird energy between um, people who may have been friends and then maybe they aren't anymore. Or, you know, they you get looked at in a funny way when you say, yes, I really like anal sex. And your friend like... Uh, you're disgusting. I need to get away from you. Um, so maybe they weren't friends to begin with. But so one of um, the things I would like to give you guys as a tool, if you find yourself going into that um, whole like, oh, gross, I can't believe that person likes that. I can't, be- oh my God, they like being peed on. Oh my God. You know, a lot of the yuck of the yum isn't just from 
fetishes, really. Like, what I'm aware of is people yuck each other's yum all the time uh, just because they're not in allowance. So what is this thing, allowance? You know, if you've listened to my show before, if you've listened to other shows on this station, you might have noticed people use this word allowance. It's not the money you get when you're a kid, you know, when you're doing your chores. It's not that. It could be for you, but it's actually what I'm talking about is something that's a a little different than acceptance. And acceptance would be like, oh, you know, you like anal sex, fine, I get it. Uh, I think you're gross and whatever. That's like acceptance. I'll hang out with you even though that's an acceptance. Allowance is like, huh, interesting choice. Interesting. So, okay, interesting point of view. You have the point of view that that works for you. Okay, cool. So, what else is possible? It's a different energy and it's a different way of being with people so that you're not um, stopping the energy, which does show up when you're yucking somebody's yum and you could be lasering that energy at their head, you know, or at their body and being. And once you've done that, you know, sometimes people who don't have maybe any training in energy work, and even those of us who have training in energy work, we sometimes don't get it right away that we bought somebody else's point of view and we stopped dead in our tracks. So, you know, stopping dead in your tracks can really create a lot of, um, you know, frustration possibly in your life hesitation, slows down the energy, slows you down, might create a lot more judgment of yourself too, judgment of the other. How dare they say that about me? You know, all that sort of thing. And, you know, it's it's like if we had some allowance for each other, it's like, oh, cool, interesting point of view. You like anal sex. Uh, cool, interesting point of view. Um, do you want to go get something to eat now? cool where it could be like oh my god you like anal sex all right and then the other person you can see in the other person that they're actually squashing themselves they're you know they're doing this thing where they're kind of contracting so i don't know if you're aware or not aware or if this is your first taste into anything that has to do with consciousness and if it is welcome what a cool choice um you're so cool. You're cool even if it's not the first time you've ever done anything with consciousness. You're just so cool. So, you know, you can notice when you're being an energy and you can notice when an energy is coming at you or is present, whether it's directed at you or whether, say, you're just in a room where there's a lot of judgment or a lot of people going, oh, yuck, you know. I don't know, when I was a kid, too, there was a lot of that that was going on. So I didn't have these tools to work with as a kid. Um, I don't. I think my first tool to use was fight back and kick some butt uh, or cry, fight or cry. It was like those were my two go-tos. So I didn't really do a lot of the, oh, interesting point of view. They have that point of view about me. Now, had I, who knows what would be available. So... If any teenagers, kids, or whatever are listening, um, thanks, parents, for allowing it. Because I, you know, I do as much as my shows sometimes have, uh, you know, profanity in them. I still like to be able to reach a, a larger crowd, and because everybody's body can have pleasure, and even kids really 
they don't even want to have somebody yucking their yummy stuff that's going on, you know. Um, if my daughter, for example, um, is is made something and it makes her really, really happy, uh, she's a bit of a little artist. You can check her page out on Facebook, Ziva Hilton Jelinek. Uh, you can like her. She'd love to be liked. She loves getting more likes on Facebook and loves having her artwork looked at and admired. Um, and when people do kind of like give her the uh, big deal to her artwork, um, I see her shrink a little, right? So um, in the thing is, I, I have some tools that I can give her. Now, it's still her choice whether she uses them or not. She doesn't always use them, but it's still her choice and I have that available to me to give to her. So one of the tools I would often give to her is like, is what that person's saying true? And she'll often say that it is because, you know, she just agrees with stuff often. And then I'll say, okay, so if it's true, is it working for you and does it make you happy? And then she might be like, oh, it doesn't make me happy. So the thing is, what's true for you is light and what's not true for you is heavy. So if it doesn't work for you, discard it. It's garbage for you. Um, it might work for me. It might not work for somebody else. Just like yucking somebody's yum just because it's light for somebody else doesn't mean it's going to be light for you. Just because it's heavy for you doesn't mean it's going to be heavy for somebody else. Same kind of concept. So my daughter, uh, getting back to her, she loves to have people um, acknowledge her just like anybody else. And I'm just going to use her as an example. I recently put a picture of hers up on Facebook and I didn't tell her about it. I know she loves to paint the picture and she gave it to her, her auntie um, for her birthday. And I know she loves it. She's telling me she loved it when she made it. And I love it. It's one of my favorite pieces so far that she's created and how much more cool and fun can she have creating more art. Um, and when I when she came home and I said, Ziva, you've got like 50-something likes on your picture, she lit up like a little light bulb. She was so thrilled that people, um, you know, really enjoy her work. And, you know, it's it's like just such a, a contribution to be kind, right? Just like how fun is it? You give a kid a like and it makes her day, right? So it's really true for adults too. You know, give an adult like and it makes their day too. And if you don't like it, do interesting point of view. You have a point of view. You might start to find out that you actually like a lot of things you didn't think you liked. So we're going to go to commercial break now. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about the yuck and the yum and what we can do with that. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show, with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? 
What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. Beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at melitzayelenich.com now, back to the program. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Millie Tsielanich, and tonight the topic is, please don't yuck my yum. And when we were in commercial break, I was just like kind of recalling uh, so many places in my life where I might have like really allowed myself to get really vulnerable and then say something that was maybe, it was a really vulnerable thing for me to say. Um, I know that kids do this to each other because, you know, kids are strange and interesting creatures. I remember as a little kid, um, really, I was really had this huge crush on this boy in grade one. Uh, I had a crush on him for years and years, and I just adored him. And um, I remember that when somebody found out about it and teased me for it, I just felt like my whole world fell apart. You know, instead of going, wow, that's so cool. How, what a beautiful being you are that you're, you know, you can see the beauty in somebody else. Like, how cool are you? And no, I didn't get that. I got the more like, oh my God, you like so-and-so, ha ha. And then so-and-so found out and then he was embarrassed because whatever. I don't know why I never asked. Um, but it was like one of those like moments, um, where you kind of like remember, that, you know, people are not so kind. And when you are, so what I'm aware of is, yeah, you can be vulnerable all the time. You can have your barriers down at all times. And also being aware of what you share with people and being aware of what you're able to receive as a response and what they're able to receive from you. So if a person can't receive from you, like that you admire something or that you're, you know, something turns you on or something is your pleasure zone, um, then, you know, if they can't receive that, they're going to be that uh, gross look and it might start to contract your world a little bit. So instead of, so one of the things is practicing awareness, like before you, you know, get into that, you can go, oh, that's an interesting point of view. So if it's already hit you and you've already went, oh my God, I must be so weird. What's going on? I feel awful and terrible. Um, then you can actually go, wow, stop. Stop whatever that is. Just stop. And who does that belong to? Like, Who does that thought, feeling, or emotion belong to? That 
feeling of like your whole world is contracting like what is that where is that coming from um what did you buy like what lie did you buy that allowed that to show up so I really encourage you to like question, question, question everything. Question me, question this information, question all of it. Um, Take what you like, leave the rest. And what I wonder too is, you know, how many of us stopped actually um, liking the things we liked so that we could fit in with whatever everybody else likes. Uh, Another example uh, from my daughter is that before she went to school, um, I had her... Uh, homeschooled for the first year of kindergarten and then she went off to senior uh, kindergarten of her own volition. She chose it and chose the school and when she got to school a lot of her taste buds magically and miraculously changed. So the things that she was loving, like she was loving um, mushrooms, loved them. She loved uh, all kinds of like hummus and all kinds of food that had flavor in it. Um, and now uh, she's reported to me several times that please don't send that to school with me. The kids make fun of me for eating this or that or this or that. And I'm like, wow. Well, so I try my best not to send that and remember the list, which is uh, ever growing. Um, because right now she's not working her tools to be able to use it. So until she does choose to use some tools and basically go, screw all of you, uh, this works for me and I like this food, um, then, you know, it's until she chooses that, it's like, now what can I be for her that will allow her to to just like, you know, secretly like mushrooms instead of having to like them at school, Right. So a lot of your stuff is just for you, just for fun. Never tell anyone. So, you know, even if that means liking mushrooms and you find that you're around people who are like, oh, my God, that's disgusting. I can't believe you like mushrooms. Um, I don't know about you, but I know me. And in most of my life, when people have done that sort of thing, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I just really want to be liked. So I'm going to give it up. I'm going to just give up my liking of mushrooms so that um, I can fit in with you, so I can have friends, so I can have communion. Because what I truly desire is communion. Um, and if if we're liking different things, then that means I don't have communion with you. And I know I've tried my darndest in life to like align myself with other people's stuff. And it's really truly new for me in the last couple of years that um, I stopped, it stopped mattering to me. So I did not make other people's uh, opinions or thoughts or feelings about me as significant. I'm not saying I'm completely over it. There are times when, um, you know, it's like a stab in the heart (laughs) and I'm still like, oh my God, I can't believe that I just said that to somebody and now I feel a little like heart squashed and heartbroken um, that that I wasn't received. So I'd really like you to guys to ask, like, can this person receive me? Truth, can this person actually receive what I have to say? Uh, you know, like Ziva going to school, she's aware that the kids in her class can't receive her love of mushrooms. So we're just not going to send them to school oh the other one was olives like she she likes olives at home but not at school so 
So um, I'm aware of of the people that she hangs out with as friends, and they have. Uh, she is now starting to um, become more like their eating habits, which is a curiosity to me. I kind of watch it, and I get. And she has spoken to me a lot about how she would. Um, you know, she wants to fit in. She wants to be with people that like her. Um, it's it's a really interesting um, experience to watch her go through that, and also with French. You know, she loves uh, putting on clothes. And I'm just using my daughter as an example so that all of you guys can get where this might occur in your life. You know, it occurs in the bedroom as well, but it really occurs in so many places. And that when we start to morph ourselves into other people's realities of what they think is great, cool, fun, and awesome, and we stop acknowledging what's truly fun for us, uh, who are we being? Like, would you be willing to be you all of the time regardless? So if you're not, there are, you know, acknowledge that. Just like, okay, cool. I'm really not at the place where I'm willing to be me all of the time. So in the meantime, I'm aware that kids at school won't be interested in eating mushrooms around them. So uh, I'm going to instead, I'll just uh, eat mushrooms at home when I feel like it. Because I don't have to give them up completely. I can have just for me, just for fun moments with any of it. So, for example, let's translate that into uh, other areas of our lives. Um, You know, friendships, clothing. Um, I do remember, too, myself a kid, that I would wear dresses to school all the time. I loved wearing summer dresses, even in the winter. I would uh, live, I live in Canada, so, you know... um, In our area of Canada, we got a lot of snow. It was cold. And I would, you know, I would put on snow pants under my uh, super summery dresses and a sweater. Like, I would layer it up. um, But what I was really happy in these summer dresses. Um, And my mom was really cool about it. She was also really exhausted and had no um, desire to fight with me. And I was incredibly stubborn. Um, and that was one of my gifts, you know. I know what I liked, and I knew then what I liked. Um, it it didn't really start, like, most of my life, I liked it, and I didn't give a flying tart what other people thought until I got a little older around uh, puberty. And then I really cared, and I really wanted to fit in, and I really didn't feel like I fit in. Uh, before that, I was, you know, ready to fight, be angry, run away, or cry, Um and didn't really feel like I had friends anyway. But I actually wonder about that too, like how many people even have friends truly? Do you have a friend before you're maybe 16 or 17? Um, That's a side note. But, um, you know, what is it, you know, when you look at your life, what were you like as a kid? Were you actually um, somebody who uh would morph yourself like my daughter does would you morph yourself into what other people liked or did you know what worked for you so even for me as a kid i was very aware of what worked for my body very clearly and every time that i would be convinced i was wrong uh or i was told you have to eat that or you won't get the thing you desire uh, like eating was used as a tool for withholding. It was like a punishment and it was also like a bonus. Um, so I did a lot of crazy things um, in order to get what I wanted. I would say eat things that I knew made me feel really sick. And 
and I would avoid eating sometimes completely just because I really was like, you know, I'm not, I, I will not eat that fish stew for three days in a row. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I'd rather starve to death. <laughs> so uh, my stubbornness didn't often pay off because in a lot of ways my mom was uh, stubborn with food but stubborn with clothes. So the stubbornness with food didn't pay off. Um, and that was always an interesting experience. So uh, that's another way, place, you know, where people yuck yums too. So clothing, food, relationships. The food um, and clothing part for me was... Uh, the first most obvious ones that I came across because I wasn't having like relationships so much until you know the uh, girl fights in school like she's my best friend can't believe you're friends with her oh my god if you're friends with her I can't be friends with you Uh, we're so cute and we're so into exclusion and and it's quite a lot of cruelty really when you when it comes down to it there isn't a lot of kindness in this uh, yucking other people's yums it's really truly unwilling to see what works in their world um, for them. Like instead of going, oh my God, I can't believe you do that. You're like, you could actually go, wow, your universe is so different than my universe. That's really cool. Your world is completely different than mine. I wonder what it would be like if I stepped into your world for a second. Maybe that would expand your world. Are they being an invitation to you to choose more or choose something different or choose more of you? Uh, and you're refusing it by doing your, ah, uh, yuck. Because refusal oftentimes is one of those things where if you really look at it, there's something in there for you that if you were to choose it could change your life. So what are you refusing that if you were to choose it could change your life? What if you were to yum somebody else's yuck or, you know, instead of going yuck, go yum. So Whatever I'm talking about. How about if we go to commercial break now and when we come back, there's going to be more conversation about this and see where it goes related to copulation and adult conversations about this when we come back. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. 
Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a boys class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melitza Yelenich, and tonight the topic is Please Don't Yuck My Yum. Um, I get that this topic is maybe one that is like very different than the topics I've talked about on this show, where I sometimes give like uh, instruction. Uh, luckily, there's been no video because we could rest for that. But, uh, you know, some of those more instructional videos, this is more like, um, a, you know, a thing where I really like to get down to this conversation because to me, a lot of this is where bullying can start. It's like where people uh, are like, oh, you're gross or you're that, and that's like yucking somebody completely um, for what they like generally, you know. Oh my God, you're wearing that dress. Can't believe you. You're so weird. You're such a freak. Um, got that most of my life that I was a freak. Um, now I can appreciate it more. Um, and have fun with it. Uh, even still, though, there are still times where it's like a little like heartbreaking, right? But um, it's really different when you are with people who are a little more aware, not always very aware, but um, they they will do it less. They will judge you less. They will, you know. So um, for me, I like love puppets too. So And some people are like, oh my God, you're such a freak for loving puppets. I'm like, okay, cool. Now I can just laugh it off because I don't really give a care about that. And I am aware there are still areas where it's like very sensitive to me. Um, like, you know, it's a very vulnerable space for me. And I know that I still have that. Um, and I know those are things in life that there are very few people I would talk to about it, probably not bring it up on the radio show. Um, or maybe I would bring it up on the radio show because this is a different kind of platform and it's like you either listen or you don't, but, and maybe I have done that already. Um, it's, it's really, um, one of those things where it's like when you know you have certain vulnerabilities and you're not really ready to let them out, you don't have to. It's just a choice. thing is, if you start to be aware of it, it's like, oh, wow, um, if I say this, somebody's going to go, ugh, to me and go, you're such a freak. Um, then don't show them. Don't show them what it is you like. Don't tell them what it is you like. Just be aware. Be aware of who you're talking to, who you're talking with. Um, you know, I... Um, it's really funny, like, I, even growing up, I liked um, all kinds of guys, um, and and I know I got teased a lot for it, and one of the boys I liked when I was in grade, like, eight, was really tiny, so I've been, like, five foot eleven most of my life, and one of the things that um, I found was most guys were shorter than me. And one of the guys I did like uh, was a lot shorter than me. And he, and so people would, like, tease me about it. Because I made the, you know, I wanted to have friends. 
So I made friends with the unkind girls who would tease the crap out of me for everything and anything. Um, you know, they'd be like, well, if you just tell me this, we'll be friends. And I bought that lie, hit line and sinker so many times, um, which was so weird to me because never in my life did I actually say to somebody, oh, just tell me this and and, and then turn around and stab them in the back or make fun of them. Um, that it wasn't something that I was choosing. It, it blew my mind. People did it to me. It blew my mind that anybody would do it. So I wasn't aware of it. The thing is, what you're when you're not willing to be an energy, you can see it coming at you. So, so it doesn't mean you have to be a jerk, or it doesn't mean you have to be unkind to people. But if you're willing to see kindness uh, coming or the reaction that could be coming of, oh, really? Um, then you can um, then you can like know that it's coming and not uh, not tell those people. So I really like to look at this too from uh, a relationship place. Uh, say relationships moved along. The dating scene is an interesting one. Let's start there. So uh, with the dating scene, and we've got these apps out now like Tinder. Uh, uh, different dating apps. I've honestly never been on a dating site, so I can't remember all the names of them, like Go Fish or Plenty of Fish or some card game like that. Anyway, there's a bunch of them. Um, so if you're on those, you know, Tinder I'm aware of because I've actually watched people use this app before. Um, and what it is is like there's this automatic response. So people will look at the picture and go, yuck or yum, immediately. Um, now, I've actually been in a room where there's several people sitting around, and they're like uh, looking at each other's app, and they'll actually tell the person, oh, say no to that, say yes to that, say no to that. There isn't a conscious question going on. It's not like, would this, you know, would it be a contribution to my life to engage in a conversation with this person? There's none of that going on. There's just a lot of yes, no, yes, no. How fast can you move your thumb to uh, get to the next one, and the next one, and the next one? So, you know, these dating apps are completely based on not just algorithms, but algorithms that are based on judgments. So. First we have judgments, then we put algorithms in place to reinforce the judgments. Aren't we adorable? And then we wonder why, um, you know, we're walking around a world where people are judging the crap out of each other and judging the crap out of, um, you know, people's, you know, what pleases each other, too. So, you know, you could judge somebody's career, too. For example, you could yuck their yum of their career, uh, you know, We'll just use an example of like a toilet cleaner because most people would go, oh, that's disgusting, instead of going, wow, that person's a contribution to my life. Like I have an amazing woman who cleans my home once a month, um, makes my life way easier, and I get to have a few hours to not think about cleaning my house. Um, and I've never once thought, oh, my God, you get to do my distinct jobs. Uh, and I think more along the lines of, wow, what a gift she is that I can actually have some time to myself and how lucky am I that she's in my life that she'll come and do this for me. Um, where other people would be like, oh, I hate doing that job, so I'm going to get you to do it. It's kind of like saying, um, I hate it and I don't like so I want you to do what I hate. Um, what the hell is that saying to people? Uh, like anything I've ever hired somebody to do is, 
mostly just to create more time for me. It's not that I don't like the job or I think it's disgusting. It's that it's like, wow, I just would like some more time. Please, thank you. Um, so being aware of that too, where you're putting those judgments on people uh, for what makes them happy. And the person who cleans my house is amazing at it. Um, if she doesn't enjoy her job, you wouldn't know because she's so good at it. And, um, you know, she has this amazing capacity to clear any while she's clearing your house. And it's just who she is. It's not something that she's trained in. So how freaking lucky am I, right? And um, it's it's really interesting because a lot of people would judge it, judge that job of, you know, the house cleaner, the toilet cleaner, the um, even, you know, the vet who has to stick his hand into an animal's anus, you know, checking the colons out. Oh, gross, I wouldn't do that. It's a disgusting job. Uh, well, it's not, right? And there, there are actually jobs. There are people who have the craziest jobs. I'm going to say crazy because they're jobs you might not even realize that there are careers for. Um, there are people who assist animals with uh, sperm to be able to reproduce more animals. So there are people who will masturbate animals to get the semen collection so that they can inject it into other animals. Like, not a job you often think about having. And I'm bringing this up because I know that it's going to bring a lot of yuck, what the hell, into people's worlds. Um, and basically so that you can go, wow, and the kind that they are being to be able to perpetuate the genetic, um, you know, for, especially for some animals where they're trying to keep... Um, like purity of lineage. So, you know, it's like if you need a dog that's got, uh, you know, you want a purebred or something, but the only way you can do is that you get the sperm. Well, I don't know whose job it is, but there are people who actually do this as a job. So, um, yeah, that's a completely sideline note, but I do get that that would be one of the things that would bring up a lot of yuck in most people's universes. So I had to bring it up. Um, just to get a little thing in there, just to get you thing. And uh, there, there are other areas too where we do this. You know, oh yuck, yuck to that. You know, um, we might not even know we're doing it. So really, to me, this is all about becoming more aware of how we be with other people, how we be even with ourselves. And then, if you are doing a oh yuck thing to yourself, ask like, if I didn't have a point of view about this what would I choose? So sometimes if you don't even have a point of view, it'd be like, yeah, okay, cool. I'm going to masturbate that animal and get the sperm that's required in order to reproduce um, more animals. Okay, I can do that. That's that's something I can do. And, you know, if you didn't have a point of view, maybe you could do it. But if you have a million points of view in place, then maybe you can't. So, a lot of this um, yucking somebody else's yum is like, if you didn't have a point of view, what would you choose? If you didn't have a point of view about uh, what is sexy, if you didn't have a point of view about what body type or what size, what shape, what height, what smell, if you didn't have a point of view about what about that was sexy, what would you choose? What would turn you on? And I bet you... I bet you a spanking person, if I ever see you, just because I'm sure Joy a spank for me, I bet you a spanking person that if you actually went to 
if I didn't have a point of view, would I choose this? You would start to find out that you actually probably like way more bodies than you thought you did, that way more things turn you on, that a lot of things don't make a yuck in your world, that, you know, you actually are kind of like, huh, that's an interesting choice. You might find that you aren't as judgmental as you think you are, and you might find that you are actually far better at dealing with judgment than you thought you were. So, if you had no point of view, what would your life be like? That's really one question you can just kind of ask. Well, if I had no point of view here, what would I choose? What would I be? Who would I be? Where would I go? What would I do? And I'm pretty darn sure you're going to surprise yourself time and again. (laughs) So um, when it comes to stuff in the bedroom, you know, ask those questions as well. If I didn't have a point of view, what would I choose? So next time you are actually, uh, you know, going to go have fun in the sun, fun in the bedroom, fun in the bathroom, fun on the dining room table, fun outside, fun on your, you know, motorbike, wherever you're going to have your fun, ask, if I didn't have a point of view, what would I choose? You might actually find you're a bit of a, a voyeur or a bit of a an exhibitionist, all kinds of stuff that you didn't know about yourself if you really started to ask if you didn't have a point of view, what would you choose? So on that note, I'm going to take you guys to commercial break. When we come back, we're going to get a little bit more deeper into some stuff about copulation, sex, and yuck and yum. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions? or any question too large. What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. 
You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melitza Yelenich. And tonight the conversation is, please don't yuck my yum. And I don't have a view about what any of you guys do. Like, if you choose it, that's cool. I know um, I have some preferences still, and I know I still have some points of view about things. Like, um, for example, I have a point of view about uh, being pooped on during sex. I've never chosen it. And luckily for me, I've never had anybody ask me to do that to them or to do it to me. So I know I have that point of view. And I might give that yuck face and I'd have to be really aware of it and kind of go okay wait um before I you know give a response that would possibly like just crush the person so that which is like never what I'm trying to create is I'm not trying to create crushing people or putting a point of view in their universe puts them into a beyond uh sometimes into a beyond that gets them thinking not so much in a beyond that stops them from from creating or, or choosing. So um, the don't yuck my yum for me is like you can really get into some nitty-gritty areas where you start to get that, yeah, you would yuck that or you would be like, uh. so I encourage you to kind of look at that so that you can get the energy of, okay, well, if I didn't have a point of view, would I choose it? Oh, well, I wouldn't choose it, but I also wouldn't have like this uh, reflexive reaction that makes me look like I'm puking. So, you know, <laughs> that's one another thing, too. You can just be like, oh, yeah, that's that's another thing. Yeah, that's, you know, have to be like, oh, my God, I'm going to vomit. You know, so, um, you know, all these ways in our lives that we're doing this to ourselves, to each other, um, that we've received it, and, and all the ways that we've actually used uh, that energy of yuck to stop us. I'd really like to become more aware of it. I'd like to become more aware of it myself. And I'd like to choose something different. Uh, I'd like to really choose to be more conscious in the moment and to be able to just acknowledge um, the person, the being, of what works for them and acknowledge what works for me and what is a preference and what is a point of view, um, what is the difference. You know, a preference is like, I prefer to eat, um, you know, breakfast at a table. Um, my point of view is not that you have to. It's the only proper thing to do. It's just my preference. But a point of view would be like, this is right or this is wrong. So I also, um, before we go today, we've just got a few minutes left. And I don't have anybody discussing with me their yuck and their yum right now. So I've got a couple more minutes to just kind of really um, give you some more tools, give you remind you of the tools you can use. So interesting point of view is one of the tools. Um, who does it belong to? Your point of view anyway. Who does it belong to in the long run? And if you were truly being you, what would you choose? If I were being me, what would I choose? If I had no point of view, what would I choose? Those are all great questions to ask when you notice that energy of, that you just want to like go Ugh, um, about something or to someone. So, um, what I before I go, I just wanted to let you guys also know that um, I will be offering a lot of different classes coming in the future. So I'd really like you to uh, check my website that I recently just redid. Um, I actually looked at my website recently and kind of went. 
I kind of yucked my own website. And I went, okay, well, if I'm yucking it, what am I picking up on? How many other people are looking at it and going, bleh? You know, sometimes you'll become aware of that too. You know, if you look at a piece of clothing on yourself and you're like, hey, I used to like this shirt, but you're kind of going, to it, uh, you might notice that there are a lot of points of view that have been projected at it and you're picking that up. So if you clear your points of view of something and the energy is still like, uh, I'd like to change it, then go for it. You know, um, So please do that because a lot of times there are a lot of points of views that have been projected at all kinds of things, bodies, clothing, food, sexual organs, uh, for sure. There's a lot of that. Women are... I have a lot of conversations with women and women tend to be almost more cruel than men where they're like, oh, yuck, that penis is smaller. Oh, yuck, that was this. Or, oh, I'm like, wow, the cruelty. I'm like, this is so unkind. Would you just be willing to have no point of view and receive the person? I've heard it less from men. Most men I've talked to are like, yay, woman, there's a body. She's naked. I'm happy. Yay. Um, you know, there may be something that's them turned off, but it's, um, uh, or maybe I just know men that are really turned on by everything. Maybe that's what it is. And women who have a lot of judgments. I'm not sure. It's possible. So if you're hanging out with those people who are judging everything you say as like yuck, and you find you're still looking around, maybe, just maybe, uh, you'd like to look at that. Is it working for you? Friendship's working for you to be around people who are always yucking your yum. Um, would you like to choose different? You know, if you had no point of view, who would you hang out with? If you had no point of view, where would you be instead of, you know, where would you be? Maybe it is with them, maybe it isn't. So um, uh, what I do know, though, is that we always have choice. And you can choose to tell people stuff, and you can not to tell people stuff. So if you are aware that you're like about to give yourself a little sadness or uh, hurt your own feelings, and you like hurting your own feelings, choose it. But if you don't like hurting your own feelings, stop it. Don't do it. Choose something else. So thank you all so much for listening to this wild and wacky episode of Please Don't Yuck My Yell on the Pleasure Zone. I look forward to being with you guys next week with another episode. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Melissa Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.